When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Decibel Geek Podcast, hosted by two ladies' men, myself, Aaron Camaro, and my fellow lover of the ladies, Chris Sinzak. What's going on? I'm putting it in a mood. I brought my cavassier. For the ladies. Yeah, we're going to have some fun today. Absolutely. Welcome to the Decibel Geek Podcast. Just thought we'd, you know, moisten things up a little bit, ease into this a little bit today, because we're going to have some fun. If there's something everybody knows about you and me, we love the ladies. Sure. This is a great way to start our celebration of International Women's Month. Well, I'm just saying, you know, we we always show the love to the ladies. We do. And this is a theme we've we've done before us, but it's cool to revisit it this time. Yes, absolutely. This is one we've always said that we would revisit, and we need an excuse, and today we've got one. So we're back with Queens and Noise today. But before we get to all that, we got to take care of our business, and you guys know me. There's only one thing I want to talk about at the top of the show, and it's some sweet-ass reviews. And boy, oh boy, do we got them. Starting out this week from iTunes, it's five stars, simply entitled, Love It. Man, that's off to a good start. Judging the book by the cover, I say this one's going to be good. It comes to us from Bradley in the USA, and it goes a little something like this. I recently started listening to podcasts as my job now involves me to be on the road about half the time. Still catching up with all the available episodes, but so far, my favorites have been the one about Rat and the other would be the Kiss Demolicious episode. Those are both good. Yeah. Man, shout out to Alexi Lawless on that oh, stuff. Yeah. I'm 47 years old and still love Kiss, Rat, Motley, Priest, etc. as much as ever. I live and grew up in Mississippi. We used to anxiously await the monthly issues of Circus Magazine. Hell yeah, me too. Which was about the only way to find out about anything about any of the rock bands back then. I remember those days. Me too. Like that was the internet. Cream, cream and Circus and Hit you know Hit Parader and mm-hmm. Metal Edge. That was the internet for us before there was such a thing. Yep. He goes on to say, I love hearing all of the interesting tidbits of info that I never knew about before. In particular, the info that you guys have about Kiss alone is mind-blowing. Keep up the good work. Beautiful, right there. Five stars from Bradley from Mississippi. Love it. iTunes review. Good stuff. And we also have a Facebook review from a friend of the show and a familiar name, Mark Alden Taylor. 
a multiple-time Geek of the Week. Yes. What an honor to read this one. Five stars on Facebook, short, sweet, and to the point. It goes like this. One of the best podcasts out there. They talk about the best music out there and have turned me on to music and artists I did not know about. Keep up the good work, guys. And that's what it's all about right there. We're doing our jobs. He knows what he's talking about. I believe him. When he says five stars, I believe he means all five. And Mark, uh, here's a plug for your show. You, Mark hosts the Freeform Rock Podcast, if you'd like to check that out. Yeah, do it. You know, Like I said, multiple-time Geek of the Week, a good supporter of the show. Yep. We love and appreciate everybody that gives us Facebook reviews, iTunes reviews. And we're really looking forward to meeting everybody at Rock and Pod Expo 2. Yeah, we are off, the, off and running now with the promo for that and the fundraising. And uh, we've had a good past week since our uh, our call to arms. Yeah, we're still not we're still behind rock and metal combat though. And uh, <laughs> Kevin Williams, David Hudson, Andrew Jacobs, and uh, the guy we're about to introduce you, you to uh, all were contributors in the past week, and a couple more. Brad Kalmanson just today, um, all very much appreciated. But there's thousands of you guys that listen to this right. show. I'm not kidding. If you if you've listened to this show for a year, two years, seven years, we've been doing it seven years now, and you've enjoyed all this free entertainment you've gotten week after week after week after week for years. Tip the entertainment. Yeah. It's not even tipping us. It's tipping a cause we believe right, yeah. in that I'm organizing. Five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, anything you can give. And you may think, oh, five dollars isn't gonna make a difference. But if it every does. one of you that listens to this show tip sent five bucks, we'd we'd reach our goal in no time. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be great. And we could bring in the big stars and all the important yes. people that you guys want to meet to make it worthwhile for you to come into town to be a part of Rock and Pot Expo too, because there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff going yeah. on right now, and there's some wheelings and some dealings and some, some cool ideas, shit. lots of light bulbs going off oh, in yeah. all the right people's heads. I love it. I see we got our own personal group that we're all part of, the people that are yep. involved in making this happen, and it, it warms my heart to see everybody involved so much in that. And, yeah. and, you know, the people that were there last year know how much fun it was, and the people that are going to be there this year, man, we're just excited to let you yep. know about how exciting it's going to be. But we need your help yeah, to make and- it happen. And it's not just about if you can come or not. It's this is if you love rock podcasting and you think this is the future, which we do, and you're sick of radio and you really want to help take a stand to show that rock podcasting is a serious force to be reckoned with. Right. This is how you do it, because what I'm trying to do with this thing is something that's not done, but hasn't been done before. We're trying to make rock podcasting take it to a whole different level of media and get the attention so if you just believe in what we do even if you can't make the expo throw five dollars at it throw ten dollars at it it means the world to us guys i am not joking around and i know you may think well it'll reach its goal later no we need the money early so we can get people here that need to come into town for this so i can pay upfront costs so we can make sure the venue is completely paid off I got to buy insurance. I got to get security for the event. There's a lot of costs that go into this. There's advertising costs. So uh, the earlier we reach that goal, the quicker and the better we can make this event happen and uh, make it everything it should be. And it's going to show the world that this is the future of rock media. And the radio is going to play the same 50 freaking songs by the same bands. You guys know that. You know we don't do that. We've talked about this, yes. And if you want those artists to get more exposure, help us make this event special and big and draw more attention. Because if we slam that goal really fast, 
that's going to get people's attention. Right, for sure. So, and also... And think about it like this, you know, who else is promoting your favorite bands? Seriously, if you're listening to the Decibel Geek podcast right now, if you're listening to any of the good number of our friends that are involved in Rock and Pod Expo 2 that are also doing their own donation drives, yep. if you are a fan of these shows, it's because we care about the same music that you care about. So if you feel like your favorite band deserves the attention, well... Who else is going to give it to them? Right. Just us. Not just us, but all of us Yes, is what I'm saying. And so support that. And by doing that, you're helping not just elevate podcasting to the next level, but you're doing what we've been doing here since day number one of the Decibel Geek Podcast. You're helping us keep rock and roll music alive. Mm -hmm. And you can be proud of that. Someday you're going to be telling your grandkids, I donated Rock and Pod Expo too, and now look at podcasting, huh? Look at me. Um, yep. Your grandpa is awesome. That's right. Even if he doesn't have his real teeth. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so it's ones. so yeah, it's it's very important to us, and you know, it's more about more than just us getting together in August and everybody drinking. It, it's it really means something. What? We, oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. part of it too. But <laughs> for some people, yeah, for some people. <laughs> Um, uh, but no, that I'm not trying to get, give to, well, I am trying to give the hard sell. Listen, if you listen to the show every week and, and you get it for free, just throw a few bucks at us yes. and then you'll feel better. And then you'll know in the coming weeks, as I keep continuing to push people to, to spend money, you'll be like, I gave my money. I'm, I yes. feel good about myself. We should make little stickers that say, I support I donated. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, that's coming out August 25th. Uh, go to, uh, Nashville rock and com for all the details. Go, obviously look for the Nashville rock and pod expo on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. We're, we're rolling on all social media. Some guests are going to get announced soon, but we need your help for the funding. So, and also, uh, Ian and Ralph, uh, I love all the money that you've brought in. You have a great podcast, but you can kiss my ass. We're going to beat you. And Woo. I need you guys to back me up on that. Come on, guys. We're off to a good start so far, but we're going to catch up. Okay. So. It's friendly. A friendly race. So even we realize that not everybody in the world can make it to Rock and Pod Expo, but, you know, those donations, no matter where you're at, they're going to that good cause. You're helping us out a ton. We love and appreciate you so much. And, you know, there's perks you can come on Decibel Geek with us. Check out all our perks. You know, you want to be a part of the show, you can do that. And, you know, I know not everybody can make it, but we really want everybody to come and have a good time with us. Absolutely. Here in Nashville with all our friends, all your favorite podcasts are going to be there, and it's going to be a big rock and roll party. It de definitely will. And we want to get to our last piece of business before we introduce our special guest. Uh, we have our Geeks of the Week this week. These are people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter. Last week's New Noise episode, new format we tried. How did that go over? Went over gangbusters. Really? People, people loved it, did really good download numbers, and uh, got a lot of messages of, you guys should do this more. And, uh, really? And ex I'm excited to uh, to do it again. Huh. Because we had fun doing it. Interesting. And uh, Nick was very popular with the listeners. People yeah, really man. had a great time hearing hearing Nick talk. Yeah, Nick was super cool, man. I liked him a we, lot. We definitely have plans in the works to, to do more with him. Fantastic representation of Frontiers Records and all that they do. Yes. Like I said last week, there's nobody better to represent North America for Frontiers and that vein of rock and roll and the things they're doing over there than Nick. Awesome guy. He was great to meet. It was great. So uh, Geeks of the Week this week are Derek Novak, Margold and Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Morris Buttermaker. He doesn't only clean pools, but he listens to podcasts. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth Roy, Brad Kalmanson, Scott Smith, Dave Costco, Wayne Cross, Ian Wadley, Ralph Vieira. Jeremy, Ralph Vieira, you're a Geek of the Week. 
Denver D. Serrano, Joseph Capone, Trevor McDougal, Aaron Baker, David Glenn, Andrew Jacobs, Mikhail Burrell, Jay Sabluski, Kiss Army Omaha, Robert Harris, Eladio, J.J. Mack, Christopher Stokes, Billy Hardcore, Sean Cullen, and of course, the, the Mooger Fooger. That's right, our Geeks of the Week. All they had to do is share and retweet last week's yep. episode and look at them now. They're honorary Geeks of the Week. They are famous. That could be you. Could All be. you got to do is the same thing with this week's episode. Get the word out there on the streets of the internet about the queens and noise that we're celebrating right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. And yes, you will become a next week Geek of the Week. So, we have a guest with us and... This guy is doubly cool because he's not only a DBG VIP on Patreon uh-huh. and has been for a while. That's a good sign. If you can say that about yourself, you know you're on the right path in life. Yes, you're a good human. And then uh, secondly, though, well, he's a triple cool guy because he did a $100 donation to the expo last year. Yes. Which we still have to fulfill. And he's done another $100 donation that we're fulfilling today. So we will have this guy on in a few months to fulfill the second one around the time of the expo. Scott Smith from North Carolina, welcome to the show. Gentlemen, thank you. It's an honor and a privilege to be on Decibel Geek with two powerful and attractive men like yourselves. <laughs> this guy gets it. He knows. Yeah. Well, Scott, how did you, well, first off, how did you discover Decibel Geek and how long have you been a listener? I discovered podcasts in general uh, probably about three years ago. And uh, I would listen to them on my mail route through the speaker on my phone. No earbuds, if anybody in the, you know, safety. <laughs> was listening through the speakers. Um, and yours was probably the third podcast that I checked out. And it just really spoke to me because you stick with music, but it's not the same show week after week after week. You you go with Queens of Noise or Radio Sucks mm-hmm. or just all the different themes. And that's what really drew me in. Nice. It's good to know the hard work's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So you so you uh, you deliver mail? Yeah. Walking around. And, and I should say that on more than one occasion, the uh, like I said, I listened through the speaker on an old iPhone. The, uh, the, the little Gene Simmons, Meg Ryan bumper that you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't used that one yeah. in a while. That's gotten me some looks when I was delivering in the downtown business section, is all I can say. <laughs> that mailman, that mailman's talking about a hot knife through butter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, I'll have to use that for this episode. <laughs> I haven't used it in a while. <laughs> oh, good. But yeah, Matt Porter's Matt Porter from the Kiss Room. He told me that once. He said, "He's like, I love your show because it's most of the time pretty clean." He's like, "But then I'm driving with my family one day, got all the kids in the back seat, and all of a sudden here's Meg Ryan like having a fake orgasm in, the, in my car." <laughs> I never really yeah, thought that's... about that before. <laughs> oh. Oh man! You can't get to the volume buttons fast enough. <laughs> yeah, and I really let that, and that one really stretches out oh, for a man. while too. Yeah, it's it's the entire <laughs> orgasm. It's pretty cool. Oh man, nice. Yeah, I took a I took a dirty Gene song and made it even dirtier. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, so all right, so so this is your first of two rock and pod donations. Uh, you're in North Carolina. You're not too far away. Are you going to join us this year? It's really kind of hard to say. Um, I want to, but I'm house hunting at the moment. Gotcha. And I have a move coming, and, you know, basically I'll be hemorrhaging money at some point. So I'd like to go, and if I haven't found anything, I'm going to try to head out that way for sure. I I really hated not going last year, but it just didn't work out through work. 
Gotcha. Well, either way, it's it the donation is is incredibly appreciated because yes. you, know, you it, having people back us on stuff like this means a lot to us. So I, I want to thank you for that for sure. Well, you know, it's it's a free podcast, and we all get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Music has been my thing since I was really small, and I've gotten a lot from it. I've learned things about bands that I didn't really know, and even though in my teenage years, music was basically my life. Like I say, you you guys don't charge anything. The content is free. I've learned about new bands that I never would have known about otherwise, and it sent me in directions with books, documentaries that I never would have thought about or even known about. So, you know, it's just the least we can do awesome well, right well thanks so much man and uh so this is an exciting little theme we've done this theme on our own before so it's kind of cool that you picked this theme too because uh you know rock is for and metal is kind of for the most part it seems like a man's game but you know with your song list here and i what i love about it is it you know it's mostly newer stuff too it shows that you know women are certainly stepping in into their game in the hard rock world yeah definitely definitely um, I started down this, this rabbit hole a little over a year ago. I saw the uh, documentary about the Runaways called Edge Play. Mm-hmm. That's a great documentary. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And Joan Jett's noticeably absent, but it's a really good documentary. And I watched the Betty Blowtorch documentary, and I, the name just left me, but um, another excellent documentary. Yep. Yeah. And it, it, it kind of set me down this path. It's like here are two bands that younger generations don't really know about the Runaways, and nobody really knows about Betty Blowtorch. In the grand scheme of things, they kind of had a cult following. Yeah. Sure. And I just dove down this YouTube rabbit hole, and that's really how it started. Well, it's it's a cool theme and and one that we are happy to do again because it's a, it, and we get to show off some stuff. We're going to turn some people onto some bands they haven't heard of today. It makes me that's proud to know that we're probably the only podcast on earth that's talking about Betty Blowtorch. But it makes me proud to oh. know it's us. Yeah, a great band. Yeah. yeah. So um, so let's just dive right in. You've got ten cool songs here, and I'm just going to let you intro the first one. My first band is from Scotland. And it's a band by the name of the Amorettes. It's uh, an all-female lineup. They're a hard rock band formed in March 2009 when vocalist and guitarist Jill Montgomery met drummer Hannah McKay at Stevenson College in Edinburgh. Their influences are ACDC, Motorhead, Iron Maiden, Girl School, and Thin Lizzy. Nice. They, They worked on developing a similar classic hard rock sound, and they love the sound of hard and fast rock and roll. The power trio was eventually completed by Hannah's younger sister, Heather, on bass guitar. And they chose the name after Jill found the name Amaret in a book of baby names. Hmm. They got an early break in 2010 when they supported Wasp at the garage in Glasgow at very short notice when the schedule band was delayed. Nice. They've been described as a female motorhead and an airborne fronted by Joan Jett. They've supported Black Star Riders, Europe, Wasp, Ash, The Dead Daisies, Blackstone Cherry, and others, touring extensively across the UK and several countries throughout Europe. I'm sold. Yeah, they're made. They are an amazing band. And the song, um, the song we're going to hear is called "Fire at Will" from the Game On album.
like this, man. This was the first time I ever heard of the Amorettes, and I dig this a lot. It's got, it's got everything you said. You know, it's got just that hard rock and straightforward, in your face, kick ass mm-hmm. rock and roll, and the the girl singing has got an amazing voice. I, there's not a whole lot about that not to like the Amorettes. Yeah, I dig that, and um, they've gotten some some coverage on our Decibel Geek website. I, th- I think Rich is is a big fan of theirs too. Which it just it's the Meister loves the ladies. He does, and we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about that more as we go forward. But uh, but yeah, they uh, they've been getting some attention over the last year in particular because I, I keep yeah. seeing their name come up in discussion. So that that's a good way to start the show. Yeah, for sure. And if you're out there opening for all these awesome bands, I mean, you run right down the list of who they're influenced by, who they're playing with. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's right up Decibel Geek Alley, I'd say. Definitely. And the first Queens of Noise episode. For those of you paying attention, it was episode 122. Oh, you know that better than us. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have told you that. Uh, Chris, you played a song by a band called The Organ Beats, yes. and it was called So Long. Yep. And that is just an amazing tune. I've listened probably at least once a week since I first heard it maybe three years ago. Wow, nice. Uh, the lead singer's name is Noel LeBlanc. I haven't listened to the, the podcast in order when I went through the back episodes, but I did go straight back to the episode where Aaron presented Damone, yeah. Yeah. which was Noel's band prior to the organ beats for their cover of Billy Squire's Everybody Wants You. Mm-hmm. It's a great cover. Um, unfortunately, Damone isn't around anymore because the drummer passed away from liver and kidney failure in 2011. His name was Dustin Hankst. Um, and, of course, if you haven't figured it out, the band's named after the ticket scalper in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Which is really cool. They've got, I think it was three albums and an EP, and I chose a song off their last album, Roll the Dice. The name of the song is Serial Killer.
a second? I just want to... You really want to do this right now? Seriously? Do what? I just... You just want what? Tell me everything I do with mom? Tell me you just want to be friends? like it because noelle when you hear her sing she doesn't sound like she has a hard rock voice but it really works yeah with hard rock music yeah she sounds like she could be like a a pop star like a britney spears or somebody like that yeah but you know with that same sensibility in her vocals but you're right for whatever reason somehow like i don't know if you if britney spears or you know, Christina Aguilera or Jennifer Lopez could come out with a hard rock album that you'd like because it'd just be so strange. But with she's got some of those same sensibilities, but like you say, with her mixing it with the rock, mm-hmm. it works and it works damn well. Yeah, definitely. It really, really does. They had a, a song out, and there's just a little aside on a previous album called Out Here All Night. Yeah. And if you watch the video, you can tell they've seen the uh, first Evil Dead movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. That's cool. I, I love that movie. I always, I always have. Yeah. I uh, really like Damone, too. That was some good stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. a real shame that, that that ended the way it did. Yeah. Yeah, there's been like a there's been a few female bands that we've featured on the show that the it, you know, they just bad breakups or, you know, bad circumstances. What was the other one um Shoot. Well, Betty Blowtorch. Betty Blowtorch, yeah. but the Donnas, you know, they, yeah, they didn't they're have gone. a great ending. And there was, we have Crucified Barbara, too. That, that's I mean, who, that's who I was trying to think of, Crucified three, Barbara. Three members go their own way to form a band. I mean, that kind of says something about the dynamic. Right. right. It's all those uh, all that estrogen and the hormones. <laughs> <laughs> Who's upsetting, upsetting our lady audience no, no. now? From our friends at Blame Your Brother, they need to insert a misogyny alert there for me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh boy. All right. So uh so that that's a good one two punch to start off the show. What do you got next? Okay, the next is a band from Sweden called Thunder Mother. Oh yeah. An all female lineup. They were featured on episode one fifty, Fresh Blood Volume Two. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Everybody's gonna say it. They sound like A C D C with a female lead singer. Yep. But you know what? It doesn't matter. They yeah. rock. I'm okay with that. I am too. I love Airborne. <laughs> yeah. You know? ACDC hit a formula and it works, so why not? Sure, you know, uh, and, and Thunder Mother is a great band, and yeah, you know, you can't not compare them to ACDC, but like you say, you know, is that really a bad thing? I mean, to have this band coming out with these great songs, yeah, it's similar, but hey, that's all right. I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm an ACDC fan, and I have been since Highway to Hell, so it's not if, like if, if it works, why not? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not like you're saying, this band sounds like Hanson. I mean, it's it's, it's a good band, you know. Right. So basically, if you like ACDC, there's no reason on earth that you couldn't like Thunder Mother. Right. Well, there's there's no such thing as too much ACDC. Agreed. So what song are we going to play? The song is the first single from their latest album. It's a self-titled album called Just Thunder Mother. It's a serious lineup change. They had four members to leave last year and got three new members. 
They rehearsed for about a month, recorded the album live in 10 days, including vocals, and most of it was done in one take. But the song, the name of the song is whatever. impressive to go through all that in that short amount of time and then go into the studio and rock out something like that oh yeah because that album is great but i thought the the chili peppers you know taught us that you're supposed to take five years to record an album (laughs) and you have to write at least four songs about california on that album Uh, yeah not when you come from the acdc school that's true I miss the days where, and I understand why, but I miss the days where a band would come out with an an album every year, you know, like Kiss did in the in the seventies, two a year, two a year, yeah. But you know, you you get it. It's just it's just not viable nowadays. No, and back then there weren't as many albums coming out, you know, so it was more of a special event when a, when a new album came out where nowadays everything's just so oversaturated oh with so much different kinds of music coming out that no album coming out anymore is a true event. Yeah. And I, yeah. I mean, I try to listen to as much as I possibly can and I bet I don't even touch a quarter of what I could. Right. Oh, oh, no. I'm, I'm on Spotify and the, you know, your daily mix, I have like six of those Yeah, and the release radar and it's, 
it's really overwhelming. I try to go through it. And, oh, I have to come back to this and I have to come back to that. And it's just, it's unreal. Yeah. It always comes to me when we're doing our year in review shows at the, or the, the very end, yeah. you know, the last episode of the year. Best of the year. And, uh, man, I think, okay, this is what I think is probably my top 10 right now. But I need to go back and look and see what did I miss this year? What did I pass up on? What did I not listen to that I need to? Wow, there's 50 albums here that I really need to listen to right. before I make a final decision on what my top 10 yeah. albums of the year are. I don't, I don't know if people realize this, but we agonize oh, over that man. episode. Like for, oh, so bad. For weeks. I usually start thinking about it at least a month ahead of time. And I'm always kind of thinking yeah. about it as the year goes on. Yeah, it's it's what? one of the most difficult episodes of the year to do. I can only imagine when I started this. I start, I just sat down and I wrote down a list of bands. I stopped at thirty six and I asked <laughs> I asked Chris. I said, "How many do I need?" I knew I had more than enough. He said ten. I said, "Okay." Then I started culling, and uh-huh. this list has changed and evolved and changed and evolved and. There's been like three bands that stayed on it from the beginning, mm-hmm. but even their songs changed. Yeah, yeah. So, so you see what we go through every week, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is oh, what yeah. I, that's what happened to me in the Enough's Enough show. <laughs> oh God, Aaron was having such a hard time with that one. He was like, "I can't na- narrow this down to five. You have to barely narrow it down to five albums, let alone five songs. Yeah, we had, and that's that was like the most common response from people. I don't know how you guys could even get five albums narrowed down. And like, well, yeah, we could always do our and like we could we could do our next top five enough yeah. enough songs. Yeah. But yeah, that was well, a yeah. tough one. I can understand that. I mean, it would be the same for me with you know early Van Halen or Iron Maiden or Kiss Alive. If somebody said, pick your favorite track, I can't. Oh, yeah. I, there's no way I can't. I guess I'd have to go with Cold Gen, but that was my introduction. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, of course, now we turn it into a kiss discussion. Of course. But, uh, all right. So, <laughs> every episode. Absolutely. There's your reference. Uh, so, three songs in. What do you got next? The next is my favorite band on the list. Hmm. This is my second favorite album from last year. And I'm talking about Tequila Mockingbird from Australia. What a great name. They're an all female lineup. They're rapidly becoming known for explosive live shows and a punk rock sound. They left Australia and went to the UK for a period of time. And to be honest, I'm really not clear on where they are now because there's been a lineup change in there, too. The lineup that's on the album, two of the three have left the band, and there's two new members recording a new album now. Um, Lizzie Hale summed it up. She's heard them, and she said, that is incredible. Those girls are so talented. What a voice. I love it. That's high praise from Lizzie Hale. So, you know, sure. Oh, yeah. The name of the album that's out right now is Fight and Flight, and the song I chose is Good Time. Yeah. 
I hadn't even heard of this band before, and like, oh, and this shows how hard our, our end of the year list is because I didn't even know this was out right. last year. Yeah, and this might have made my list because it's great. I think out of all the songs, like, because some of these bands I've heard of, some of these bands I've never heard of, I did not know about Tequila Mockingbird, and this was my favorite out of your picks when I was previewing the songs that Chris sent me the list. And I said, man, I really like this one. And I immediately went and got it and put it on my iPod. Yeah, um, that's great. I, I bought the hard copy straight away. Nice. Most of the time I have to, to kind of warm up, but I, I bought that straight away. I had to have it. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the, the new lineup, how the, how they're going to sound. Um, I've only seen some fan shot footage and you really can't judge based on that, but Chris, I know you're a you're a Ramones fan. Have oh, yeah. you listened to any of the album? I've li- I've just heard the song that that you picked for today. I haven't heard the whole thing. They've got a great cover of somebody put something in my drink. Uh, well, nice. then I have a studio. Ver- yeah, you just won I, Chris over. I'm sold. <laughs> and the there's a studio version and a live version on the album. I'll be buying this album then. And the other thing I really liked about this was um, the lead singer has got. Just the sexiest, sultry voice. Well, let's just go full-blown misogyny here. Um, <laughs> I watched some of bands post videos on YouTube. You know, we're raising money for our move to the UK and things like that. You should hear her speak. Yeah. An Australian accent, that voice quality, oh, my God. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> her name is Estelle Artois. Sounds like a well, sounds like a name a, like that. Like I mean, a even softcore porn star. I was gonna say even her last name is sexy. <laughs> she left, and uh, the bass player Jess Riley left the band. Um, Estelle's the reason for Estelle leaving wasn't really given, but Jess had some family things going on. This was while they were in the UK. I don't know what Jess is up to. I couldn't find anything on her, but Estelle is still active in music. She's touring around Australia with a guy, and I forgot his name, but they're putting on shows here and there around Australia. Well, it should be interesting to see how the rest of the band pulls it together and what the new music ends up sounding like. If it's, you know, if it stays along these same lines, if they've tried to just recreate what they were already going for, or if it ends up being something totally new, should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it really should. All right, so we got one Good more. Stuff. We got one more song before we go into the break. So, what do you got next? Okay, the next. Here's a phrase you don't hear on Decibel Geek very often. We're going to the Czech Republic. The band's name is the Agony. An all-female lineup. And ladies and gentlemen, these ladies kick ass. <laughs> it's a really heavy band. I'm going to read you the website description. Four musicians who got together to bring something missing onto the Czech rock scene. An all-female band that plays heavy music. The Agony are the kind of band that won't play office parties or talent competitions while wearing stockings and miniskirts on stage because they've got different priorities, namely their own heavy rock music not the fact they happen to be girls. That's cool. Uh, I like them already. I won't even try to pronounce their last names, but the bass player's name is Katie. Skatey is what she goes by. And they're all really talented, but you never hear about the bass player, and she's really good. And when you listen to the song that I picked, Secrets, off their latest album, 689, listen to her bass lines around the verse sections of the song. It's just amazing. Awesome. Right on. Well, let's check that out, and we'll be right back after the break.
putting the O back in rock. It's just like a... Oh. 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 A hot knife! Oh. Yes! 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 Listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Stevie Nicks. If you go out and buy a pound of Sara Lee pound cake, and you have one bite of it, I can guarantee you that in the next two days you're going to eat that whole cake. Duncan Rebound and Crossroads Productions invite you to rock and roll at Ohio's newest outdoor concert amphitheater. The celebration of the new Songbird Senate and the hottest Canadian rock and roll of all time, Loverboy. Saturday, August 21st, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. At the new Songbird Center, a rock and roll celebration outdoors in the rolling hills of mid-Ohio. Loverboy, Joan Jett and Point Blank at the new Songbird Center at the intersection of I-71 and Route 97 in Lexington, Ohio. Plenty of free parking, concert rain or shine, no bottles, cans, kegs, or overnight camp. It's a killer concert. Before we get right back into our awesome conversation with Scott Smith, our awesome VIP and Rockin' Pod 2 Expo donator. Yeah, we love this guy so much. And he donated last year, too. That makes him a triple crown decibel geek champion. Absolutely. In our eyes. royalty. Royalty today. So before we get into that, we got to take care of some business. You guys know how it works. We talk about it every single week. Talking about decibelgeek.com. That's our awesome, awesome webpage. That's where you're going to find all the kick ass articles from all our stellar rock and roll journalists all over the country, all over the planet, all over the world, bringing back the word of rock and roll, telling you about the new albums coming out before they're ever even released, telling you about concerts they're going to, taking pictures, making videos. All this great stuff is going on at decibelgeek.com. Also, what happens there, not only can you get a t shirt, Make a donation, whatever you need to do there. You do Amazon shopping, right? Of course you do. We talk about this all the time. It's a banner. It's right up at the top of the page. All you got to do is click it. You go to Amazon. You do your shopping. They don't charge you nothing extra. It's just like your normal Amazon shopping experience. When you're done, you pay what you pay, not a penny more. Amazon takes a cut of it, and they kick it over to us just because you went through our website. It shows that you love us. They want to love us too, and they want to keep us going so that it helps us out. You can do that by doing your shopping on Amazon through decibelgeek.com, and we really like it a lot because they give us the list. Yeah, we get a list of everything you guys purchase. No names are given to protect the guilty as hell. And uh, here's some of the more interesting stuff purchased this past week. Nothing perverted yet. You guys let me down every week. Come on. I know we <laughs> have some sick people in our audience. We let's, have no guilty. Let your freak flag fly. Alright, so, uh, some Ernie Ball and GHS Boomer's guitar strings, a guitar strap, a double tremolo, and a Behringer Vintage Tube Overdrive pedal. Somebody's ready to rock. Yeah. Uh, three Adidas Performance soccer balls were bought. Somebody's ready to kick. Thanks, Alexi. 
Um, oh, yeah. Rechargeable batteries and a charger for a digital camera was bought. Cool. Some Bluetooth wireless headphones. And then uh, in DVD and Blu-ray, Dokken Return to the East Live 2016 Blu-ray was purchased. Sweet. And uh, <coughs> L.A. Guns made in Milan CD DVD. Yeah, it's all good stuff it's right brand there. brand new. Um, and, and then in music, Enough's Enough, Covered ah, in Gold, was bought. Yes, finally. I knew now? somebody would get it. Yes, I am happy. Okay. And then uh, closing out music purchases this week, the brand new Striper, Goddamn Evil. I feel weird saying the title, but yes, that's the title. That's the title. They told us it would be weird. Perry warned us. Right. But it's awesome. I think it's great. Goddamn Devil. They get Goddamn Evil. Or Evil. They get your attention. Yeah, it sure does, especially when it's Striper written above it. And, uh, of course, as we mentioned at the top of the show and as we will continue to drill into your brain until you unli- until you loosen up some of your money, Rocket Pod 2, Rocket Pod 2, Rocket Pod 2, Rocket Pod 2, you better get used to it because yes. until we meet our goals, we're going to hammer it home. We're going to keep doing this. Give us your money. Please give yeah. us your money. Yeah. And, you know, I hear it's a lot of fun to come on Decibel Geek and talk about whatever you want to talk about. I mean, you know, just ask our good friend, Scott Smith. Yes, it is. It really is. I've been thinking about doing my own podcast, and you know what better way to kind of dip your toe in the water as a guest on the Decibel Geek? This, Here we go. Here comes another is one. This is Sunny Pooney Part Two. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Steve, yeah, the, Steve another Michael bastard and, child. Yeah. Yeah. We have we, we've launched a few few podcasters this way. It's always funny. That's it's like proud of. they come on the show, they do a really great job. Yeah. They go out. And they become better than us. Yeah, I mean, the, it's like, man, that's great. We're, we're podcast pushers. <laughs> king makers. We're the, the pusher King man. makers who will never be king. <laughs> right. <laughs> eventually, we're not going to have an audience. They're all just going to have their own show. Uh, all right. Um, all right. So let's let's get back into your picks. You got five more songs to go. What do you got next, Scott? Okay, my next band is out of North Lincolnshire, England. It's called Scarlet Riot. Uh, We have a female lead singer and guitar player. Her real name is Chloe Drinkwater, but she goes by Scarlett as a stage name. She's a 25-year-old singer, guitarist, songwriter, and she has a Bachelor of Arts with honors degree in creative technology that she got in 2012 from North Lindsay College. So she's serious. Hmm. Her interest began when she was 12 years old in music, and early on she wanted to do her own stuff. She started using her own written material in 2009 and formed the band Scarlet Riot. They were being gigging constantly around the UK and performed at some of the biggest festivals, including Download, Bloodstock, and Leeds and Reading. Their influences range from Slash to, Cro- to Crossfaith, and they've put out several albums and EPs. What I chose today was a song called The Wounded off the EP Sentience from 2016. And this is like Noelle LeBlanc. She has a voice that you wouldn't think would work. This is heavy music. As Scarlet Riot has gone on, their music's gotten heavier and heavier. But her voice is perfect, and this lady has got some range.
yeah, this this one this was the standout one to me of your picks. Yeah, this it's damn good. I and I love the playing on the playing is just tight as hell. And uh, yeah, and and her like you said, it's real heavy, but her voice just fits it just right. Though I, yeah. I there's not when you get somebody with melodic vocals that it just eases right into heavy riffing. I I'm all I'm a sucker for that. Always have been, and. uh and I watched their video. They've got a cool look. That, that I mean, this band's got real potential. I, I think they could uh, they could blow up. Yeah, I think so too. Even with the, you know, the music scene being as screwed up as it is now, I really think that they can go places. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. You know, it's a it's a young band. You know, it's one of the things where again, you know, it always makes me feel good when we're talking about people that are way younger than us right. that are playing the kind yeah. of music that we dig. You know, it really always makes me feel like. You know what? Maybe there is a hope for the future. Maybe we are doing something right by trying to let people know about music like this. You know, we're doing our part, but without new bands coming out, we'd only be talking about the old ones. So it makes me proud of a band like Scarlet Riot carrying that flag of rock and roll. Yep. yep. So your your next pick uh, has a personal connection to me, but I'll get into that in a minute. Well, go ahead and tell us what your next pick is. Well, I wondered about that because the next band is the Nearly Deads with a female lead singer named Teresa Jean, and they're out of Nashville, Tennessee, okay. uh, an American alternative rock band formed in 2010. Uh, their music style is called alternative rock, punk, grunge, and post-grunge. Uh, they describe themselves as my chemical romance meets the Foo Fighters with Courtney Love at the helm, but she could wail like Kelly Clarkson. Wild. That's an interesting mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See that one that's like Definitely. Just hang on everybody. Give it a chance, <laughs> you know. Just just hang on before you before you hit that forward, you know, thirty second button three or four times. I'm telling you. I think the description kind of sells this one short because I actually really like this one a lot. What's the song we're gonna hear? The name of the song is My Evil Ways and it's uh from their E P Revenge of the Nearly Dead.
So I I have a well it's not really much it's kind of a missed connection with this band going back, and it's decibel geek related and it's uh PC pre Camaro. This right. goes back to this is <laughs> like the first the, the first uh the first two months of uh of doing the show when our, our friend Mark was was helping me with yeah. the show. We decided we were going and when I was doing those Nashville extra yeah. uh episodes, which like five people listen to. Um I still had. I used to have a lot of ties to the local rock scene here in Nashville, and so part of me wanted to stay connected to that and give some of those some of those bands coverage. Sure. So, but I had been out of the game for a while, so I was kind of like, well, I need to get get out to the clubs and and meet some of these bands. And uh, this was God. This was so. This was 2011, and uh, the Nearly Deads were just really getting rolling at that time. I think they had signed their deal by that point, if I'm remembering right. But anyway, I went down to this place called the Rutledge, which is no longer there anymore. Now it's a barbecue joint, unfortunately. Um, and me and Mark went down there, and it was a good night because we were going to split time between the Rutledge and there was a place. Um, it was called Cadillac Ranch down on Broadway, okay. and there was a rock bar inside of Cadillac Ranch. It's one of those places where it's like three different clubs of different genres. And then inside. watch everybody fight at bar close yeah, time. Pretty much, and. Uh, there were some metal bands that I knew playing there, and then, but I was basing out of the Rutledge because my friend Andy ran the Andy ran the Rutledge, and yeah. he was like, "We were at the last show at the Rutledge." We were, yeah. and he gave me a table there to set up my mixer and everything. And there was a band called Hello Kelly that that was the main reason I was there because I'd played their music on the show and I was going to interview one of their members, and I did. And then it kind of went. We kind of me and Mark kept bouncing back and forth between the bars because it was like a, two blocks away from each other. Yeah. And we were drinking the whole time, and I got and I was gonna talk to the Nearly Dead because I was talking to their bass player like when they were sound checking, going, "Oh, I, I'm starting this podcast and I'm covering local bands, and would you guys want to be interviewed?" Oh yeah, and they were really into the idea, right on, because they were you know they were hungry at the time, sure. And I drank so much that night <laughs> that by the time they went on stage, I had forgotten completely about agreeing to interview them. Oh no, and left halfway through their set. Wow! But I remember. Oh, wow. But I watched them, and they played to a room of maybe twenty people. Yeah. But it's so, it's kind of funny. It's kind of full circle to be playing them now, and That's you cool. know, and they're kind of more of a big deal now. Like yeah. you know, they're a major label band, yeah. I believe. I'm glad you never vomited on them. Maybe we can no. get them to come on the show one day. <laughs> yeah. So so the Nearly Deads and Danko Jones, both artists that I com- walked out early on, c- could have probably had interviews with. Wow. Yeah. If only wow. you knew. Yeah. My great track yeah, record. Someday. But that's a that's Make a cool happen. song. <laughs> All right, so Scott, yeah. what do cool you got? Band. Yeah. yeah, I like it. What do we have next? Next, we have a Christian rock band from Eustis, Florida, called Firefly. 
information is kind of hard to come by. The website hasn't been updated for three years. The Wikipedia page doesn't have much after that, even though it was updated in February of this year. They have released a single this year called I Won't Look Back, but that's not what I'm going to play today. Today, I want to go to their album, their 2008 effort called Unbreakable, and the song I want to play is the same name, Unbreakable. Some say Christian bands can't rock, but Firefight proves them wrong. first listened to it i thought it was really really good no idea it was a christian rock band you know and so that's always kind of cool because 
Christian rock kind of does get that stigma of, oh, yeah, it's one of them bands, you know. But you really, if you really think about it, it's you take the content out or whatever, or things they just won't sing about, which is, you know, that's your band. If you choose not to sing about certain content, not everybody could or should be Motley Crue, you know, or Guar or whatever. But this is just a great band, you know. I don't think it really matters if they're Christian rock or not. Just good kick-ass rock and roll. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of with a lot of Christian bands, when you listen, they, they're and it, it has to take a lot of talent, and a lot of thought to do this to keep lyrics where they walk a line where you could go, okay, I see the Christian connection, or okay, I see the secular connection. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of a. It's a gray area you got to stay yeah. in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I know I had a friend that always said, yeah, the bad thing about Christian rock is that they're they're limited in what they can they can sing about, you know, or things, their ideas that they can relate. But in reality, if, if that's truly what it is, and that makes it that much more difficult, if it is a limit, it's only a limit on yourself. But if you're okay with that and that's, you know, the message that you want to portray, more power to you you know it's a it's a good thing you know music with a positive message i don't see a problem with that mm. me either we need more positive messages these days for sure that's true that's true all right so i'm familiar with the next man because i've played them on the show before so go ahead episode 158 radio sucks volume 19 wow man sky you're, you're a, the man you're a super fan i love it that's uh, awesome start, you know more about this shit than we do <laughs> <laughs> uh the name of the band is Fit for Rivals. They have a female lead singer named Renee Phoenix. Uh, they originated in Florida in 2008 when Renee met a man named Thomas Amison. She was looking for a new guitarist for her band, The Explicits. They decided rather than do that, they would just start a whole new project. They released their debut album, Steady Damage, in 2009. And the follow-up, which I'm going to play from today, Freak Machine, that was released in 2016. There have been other members, but right now they're the only two. Um, apparently they're still a band, but Renee just released a solo EP just a few days ago on March 17th. Hmm. I haven't had the chance to listen to it yet, but I'm sure it's pretty good. First heard them on YouTube and while diving down this rabbit hole, trying to discover female artists. And, uh, the name of the song that I picked from Freak Machine is Light That Shines. Hmm.
I remember when you played them on the show, and mm-hmm. I was really impressed with them then. And man, they sound great today too. Yeah, they they've they're. I mean, I've listened to full albums of theirs. They're they're solid band. Uh, you know, not just one or two songs you're gonna like. It's yeah. they're worth buying the albums. And I think yeah. a name like Fit for Rivals is kind of deceiving. It almost makes you think about like. Uh, you know, like a My Chemical Romance or something like right. that. But that's not the kind of band this is. You know, this stuff's a little more rocking than that, you know. So, like, when yeah. at first I remember when you said Fit for Rivals, it's like, eh, you know. Eh. <laughs> is this is this one of those uh, hot topic bands, you know, with the fancy pink T-shirts or whatever, you know. What do they call it? Scene rock or whatever. Yeah. But the name's deceiving, but it's good stuff for sure. Right. Yeah, and her voice... It- She's got that raspy quality, and it sounds like she's going to lose control of it at any moment, but she doesn't, and it's, 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 she's really good. That's awesome. That's a great description. Yep. Okay, so, well, you have one more song to pick, but I, I, for, before we get into the, the playout song, which is a great one that you picked, and I know that Meister will completely yeah. approve of this. He's up there in Canada looking down on us, smiling right now because he knows about what we are to receive. He's not dead. I know, he's up in Canada. <laughs> well, it just sounded like he's watching over us. From Canada. Okay, from the Great White North. Exactly. All right, so, um, but no, but I hope this has been uh, been worth the donation. I hope you've had a good time, and I hope you're excited to come back well, we for, the, have. for the next time, because we've enjoyed it. I'm glad you guys have. One of my goals was to bring music that hopefully your listeners will find at least one song. Hey, I've never heard this band. I'm going to have to check this out. And I have to admit, I really was hoping I could bring something to the table that you two hadn't heard before. <laughs> oh, you definitely, yeah, you definitely did. did that. Yeah. Awesome. And turned awesome. me on to stuff that I'm definitely going to go out and buy now. Yeah, same here. That, that's great. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Awesome. But yeah, I've had a great time. I appreciate the opportunity, and I'm looking forward to doing it again. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, so let's intro the last song. This is a this is a band that we're both really into. Last band is certainly familiar to festival geek audience they've been on three times they're based out of toronto canada the meister and wally norton have written about them on decibelgeek.com it's diamonds the songs yeah. forever untamed off their last album never want to die it's just a face melter yeah good stuff All right, well. meister loves it we love it excellent man scott this has been awesome thank you for thank coming you. on with us today thank you it's been a pleasure thank you so much
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 